Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! Against Gil, the crowd on its feet. Allen for the win! To the Sneaker History Podcast. What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. My name is Nick Engvall, and I'm here with my guys, Mike and Robbie. What's going on, fellas? Not too much, fellas. I'm just watching Zion in careers in preseason. Da, 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 do, 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 do. I want to fly like a pelican. <laughs> to the sea. Because <laughs> he grabbed that ball, cocked it back from Egypt, and slammed it into the Mediterranean. <laughs> Amazing. He's not yeah. breaking a sweat. Like, I'm watching clips of it again, and he's not even breaking sweats. He's just like, it's easy work. And he's husky. That's the most impressive part. He's husky. <laughs> he's out there husky moving like a liger not a tiger a liger liger <laughs> shout out to Zoids who built those back in the day <laughs> yeah so welcome back to another episode of the podcast we obviously have zion williamson on our minds tonight so we're going to talk a little bit about what he's doing on the court what he's been wearing and uh probably a little bit about his height and uh, yeah, before we get into that business as usual, uh, we just wanted to thank everybody for supporting us on Patreon. And those of you that have left us a review on iTunes uh, recently, Tanner Ferg 23 said best sneaker podcast in the game. Hosts are excellent, great insight and well knowledgeable. Doesn't drag on with tangents and unnecessary topics. Keep it rolling. So shout out to Tanner Ferg for leaving us a review on iTunes this week. We definitely appreciate you. If you got a minute. Head to iTunes, drop us a review. It helps us tremendously because it's about the only way that we're going to expand the audience and the community here on the podcast. And we're really looking forward to doing that and, and bringing more of you into like relationship and involving you more in the podcast in the future. So thank you all. Tanner, for thank you're you, thank not you. wrong. We are <laughs> the best. <laughs> he didn't say that. Oh, yeah, he did. Best sneaker podcast. Oh, yeah. Correction. He did. Yeah. Correct myself. So, I mean, Zion, man, like, I guess the first thing, it is kind of funny because, like, this whole, like, NBA height measurement thing is a big deal. So, uh, he was listed at six foot seven inches. And I think, what was it? Six foot, he was six nine or six ten before that. Um, does it doesn't matter though. He what we've seen him do. He can be five eight doing this. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yep. Isaiah Thomas is five eight now. That's 
not Zion. Zion's six. <laughs> Man, why did I do Isaiah dirt like that? Like he's already short. It's like, Yo, yo, bro, that's it. my height. Come on, now you're hurting me over here. You're not trying to be in the NBA though. You're like normal. Human. Did you know? You're, Did you know? <laughs> for a normal human, you're a very good height. When you're driving in the lane against seven foot tall men, a little bit of a disadvantage. Um, sure, but Zion, sure. Zion will not have that problem. I think Zion's gonna. So I'm a big Carl Anthony Towns hater. I'll just like put it out there. I don't like Carl Anthony Towns. Um, and I think Zion's so strong, even though Cat has four, four and a half inches on him, Zion's just gonna body him with the force of the Louisiana purchase. He comes so hard. Like, it's, it's doesn't be so many good Zion. Like everybody hated that he didn't go to the Knicks or whatnot. There's gonna be some good Louisiana saying and puns from Zion. Like straight from the bayou. He's a dunk. Blow by you and dunk. So many things. But yeah, he just, you don't need the height. He's just so phenomenal and explosive. He's in a body seven footers all day, like Charles Barkley did. Barkley with young legs was bodying people. It's very true. Very true. Don't forget. Yeah. As long as you don't get a hold of any donuts, he's in good shape. <laughs> it's just funny because, like, the, the, the measurement thing where, like, basically the league came out and said that you have to be more accurate on saying how tall guys are. And, you know, Zion being like the kind of face of the league right now, uh, it kind of took, took the most heat for it. Um, But I thought it was hilarious because Marvin Bagley from the Kings uh, on his Instagram, which is MB three, five spelled out. And he posted that somebody had already posted previously listed at six eleven, now listed at six eight. And he posted, I haven't even been measure, measured yet, <laughs> like calling them out, which is great. Like, I, it just shows how like thirsty <laughs> most of the like blogs that are trying to do all this like sports, you know, anything where they're like, oh, let's just get ahead of this and we'll just take three inches off of every player. <laughs> and like, oh, backfires when you <laughs> actually repost the, the the image saying that he hasn't been measured. That's ridiculous. I, I mean, what's it matter? It's just that, like, I mean, who, I, who if, if he wants to walk around, whoever it may be, say they're seven foot and they're 6'10", who's it hurting? No one. Good point. But in that same breath, you have to give KD three more inches because he's always saying, like, oh, I'm not a seven footer. I'm not a seven. Nah. Well, like seven three. Like, so. There is photos of him standing like, shoulder to shoulder i think it was like boogie it was some it was a usa it was the the world cup fiba yeah like the fiba world championships basketball like 2016 i think and katie's like oh not seven footer but then he's taller than deandre jordan and boogie cousins like yeah okay like i didn't realize that uh ab was taller than dwight howard also when i was in a preseason game it was like huh Oh, Anthony Davis? Look at that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't know that. Dwight Howard shrunk with his, with his lack of kill. <laughs> He's become shorter. Yeah, he actually looked like he did shrink. It's yeah, Dwight, weird. man. He's just... He could have been so much better. But it is what it is. So, what do you guys think about all these Jordan 34s that Zion's been wearing? 
See, I like the shoe a lot. I actually want to get a pair. I, I'm just not 100% convinced those were made for someone his size. I think they're dope looking, though. I'm just scared for his knees. Popeyes is from Louisiana, right? <laughs> yes. That's yes. like, Louisiana Kitchen. Love those Zions by Jordan. <laughs> I love that from Popeyes. Oh, man. <laughs> Robbie's got, got the gold tonight. <laughs> No, he's not going to have gold on his shoes. True. Good point. (laughs) We've had three colorways. So the one he wore on his preseason debut, um, kind of like a white base, navy, gold accents, red accents, very clean. Um, Media day, he had an all red pair with gold. Those are insanely fire. Then you have a a navy and gold pair from like some rand. I think it was like a practice last week or something he wore. Recently, he wore a navy pair. But all three of them have been the slam dunks in my book. They really need to find a way to get those PEs into the shelves. Because if you can justify a Jordan 1 Blake Griffin, you should be able to justify the Jordan 34 Zion right off the jump. I think you're going to be able to get them. Um, they're not going to be probably the exact, you know, they want to keep his P's, P's, and keep whatever you put in the show more generic. But I feel like we're going to get some colorways pretty reminiscent to what he's wearing. When was the last time we did this with a preseason game, though? It's always like LeBron first game, KD's first game, like regular season first game. We're all out here bugging off a preseason game that's how that's how much power this young man's gonna have in terms of drawing people towards the brand and towards his brand so like they need to capitalize asap and to be fair i was doing this for uh your lakers as well i watched that game on the saturday oh, night uh preview of the finals yeah western mm-hmm. conference final yeah <laughs> i was like wait you can't have that in the final um, yeah, I mean, for some reason, just, I think all of the movement in the NBA this year has uh, made everything more interesting. So I think people who are like me who just want to see what those teams are kind of shaping out to be are pretty amped on on, on preseason right now just because all the stars are actually yeah, playing I, if they're not injured. I, I think true. I think the, all the shifting, everybody moving around is like the best thing to happen for basketball right now. You know, like we're seeing it tonight with the the Pelicans and that how young that team is. And like, if they are as run and gun, uh, you know, they're only going to get better. Like they've only played together for a month or whatever it's been. So that's going to be super exciting. The fact that the Lakers, you know, have just this, like, you know, they, they have like a, a crazy squad this year. Right. But, but they also just proved that, they can play together and to see LeBron kind of kind of like switch from scorer to playmaker throughout that game was, you know, like just to me, just like reiterates how great of a player he is. But I think that, you know, the excitement that that brings the excitement that CMPG and Kawhi play for the Clippers is going to be, you know, like there's so many teams that I mean, I mean, other than, you know, Oklahoma City, rest in peace, you know, like you guys got Chris Paul, 
<laughs> you just murdered the whole town. You just said rest I mean, in I, peace I, to I a whole to give town of Oklahoma City. It's just the team. Like the team just, you know, sorry. Like like Chris Paul is not gonna leave anybody. You might you might as well sign Mello again, right? Like just like hang it up for the season. Cool. Like he'll just take a big chunk of money and and not, you know, not actually do anything with it. But no, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Oklahoma City. I'm not really that much of a hater. Uh, I don't like Chris Paul very much, but <laughs> okay, I got personal. It's not you yeah. guys. It's, it's just him. Mike, who don't you like? Because I don't like Carl Anthony Towns. Nick doesn't like Chris Paul. Who do you not like? Uh, who do I not like? That's a good. I, oh, I know I don't like. That's stupid to me. I hate Draymond Green. Hate him so much. He's the worst <laughs> human being ever. Oh man! All right. Well, Great you listen. That's how you really. I'm sorry, but it's true. You, you you literally had a whole season of just kicking people in the sack. That was your signature move. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, like John Stockton You're not did wrong. that many times. Like he's a Hall of Famer, right? So. I mean, he's still in the Hall of Fame. Let's just be fair. Draymond is. <sighs> He's a good player. I had to whisper that. I don't feel good saying that out loud. But uh, yeah, no, John Stockton was dirty too. I just, I, I was super young when I would see John Stockton play, so it didn't resonate with me as it was like, like two years ago watching him just like basically just rack everybody to get his hands on. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck John Stockton, <laughs> Laker gang, 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 gang. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think it's going to be interesting though with Zion and and like you said the energy that that young squad is going to bring to the thirty four and you know what what potential it has it, you know it already has a lot of a lot of people talking about the shoe a lot of people talking about how good the shoe is um, I do agree like you know I I have a pair and I think that you know Mike makes up a you know makes a good point when it comes to like Zion's size. And, you know, just the the kind of, I guess, more speed focused aspects of the shoe and how light it is. But I think colorways and, you know, the energy coming to like from him to the performance side of Jordan brand is only going to be good for the business of sneakers. You know, like we've kind of been in this like basketball shoe, like dip for the last, you know, three to four years where if it wasn't like a super hyped collab or colorway from Kyrie or PG or LeBron, nobody really cared too much about it. Um, you know, there's, there's people out there that are, you know, throwing down for every, every, you know, basketball shoe they can like, you know, Nightwing and, and the wear testers guys. And I appreciate them doing that just because, you know, it gives you insight into those shoes, but also there's a lot of shoes out there that I think, are just never going to live up to people's expectations. And part of that has to do with the fact that there's not somebody on the court that is kind of the, you know, the superstar Jordan brand athlete, because Jordans are so synonymous with basketball shoes and the culture of sneakers and the culture of basketball, you know, as much as like, I love LeBron and LeBron shoes, there's just something about, the Jumpman logo and the ties to Jordan that elevate that brand's like basketball performance shoes when they get it right. And the LeBrons, you know, I, I understand like, you know, Mike made a good point about 
like the PEs and, and, you know, I, I understand when like players get PEs and how LeBron essentially has new PEs for every game and a lot of them never release. But I also do think that there should be some level of like, let's, let's make this, you know, about the consumer because you have the chance to really establish like Zion as the best in the league moving forward, regardless of how he performs on court, even as long as he doesn't get hurt, he's going to throw down dunks like this on a regular basis. And that's enough to sell people on basketball sneakers, in my opinion. Yep. 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 And speaking of Nightwing and aware testers, I, every time I see him freaking review something, this man is like the best marketer for basketball shoes without even like doing it on purpose. Just that's his love for it. He can almost make me think about buying whatever he's freaking testing. Like I literally was two seconds away from buying a jump man with Swift, the Eddie George one with the zipper, just cause he, he just talked it up so well. Like a second away from pushing the, the buy button. But they're independent. So that's cool that he can have that effect. They say that they're independent when they do those things. So good on them. Yeah, and, and I cool. think one of the challenges you know, it's tough because you know uh, anybody that has a website and you know is creating content, whether it's writing or photos or you know YouTube videos, it's a challenge to figure out how to actually you know make money off of this stuff because if you have to if you have to put in so much time to get it you know to make it happen you need to make money to support the family and the kids, you know, you know, especially like Chris, like Nightwing, he, you know, has a wife and kids to support. So, um, I think it's, I think it's, you know, it's dope to see them kind of trying to maintain that independence. You know, they've tried different things throughout the years. And, um, I think at the end of the day, like, you know, we're very, he and I are very similar in the, in the way that we want to be able to say and speak our mind as much as possible. And that doesn't mean that we're going to call product terrible and not, you know, be consumers of the product. Even if, even if we feel like we didn't get the value, you know, like let's take the flight 89 example. Like I don't think that shoe is up to par for the quality that I paid for $120. Does that mean that I'm not going to keep the shoe? Probably not because there's too much nostalgia in it. It's been a while since I had the opportunity to buy one. And regardless of how I feel about that, like I'm going to purchase the shoe and or whatever. But when you're doing paid content or paid posts for people or paid videos, you can't necessarily be that honest because you don't want to like potentially ruin that relationship. And you want to make sure that you get paid for the video if they're paying you. So it's a challenge to kind of play this. And, and I think, you know, like you said, he does such a good job of like, and he just gets excited about it. You know, he's super passionate and that's contagious. And I think that's one of those things to me that, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a handful yeah. of people out there that I really feel like that same way when I watch their videos or see their stuff on, on Instagram stories where it's like, man, like I gotta, I gotta be that excited, you know, because if I'm not, then, you know, what am I doing this for? Because I really do love doing this stuff, love talking to you guys and love just talking about sneakers all the time. So, um, it's cool. It's cool to like hear you say that too, because you know, like I've known Nightwing for a really long time through a lot of ups and downs for him, and and I know that he would appreciate that that you're you know 
still getting that out of what he does because that's really his his goal is to like help people determine whether they want stuff or not good plug <laughs> yeah shout out shout out to wear <laughs> testers um so switching gears not too far though we're gonna we're gonna get into some some air jordan releases for 2020 mike you want to start us off on this list yeah, I'll start y'all off. So yet again, we have another list of so we can prepare ourselves for the 190 to $225 we're going to try to not spend, but spend anyway. Uh, <laughs> first on the list, year. we have the... Uh, no, yeah, I heard Joy once are supposed to be going up to like 170 to 190 and that's going to be sad. <sighs> yeah, it is what it is, I guess. Anywho. Uh, first on the list is going to be the Jordan 6 DMP. Uh, it looks like January 25th is the projected um, release date. Projected price 190 Looks to stay true to that original DMP pack, uh, but it's just a single shoe this time. So, I mean, this is one I missed out on in the pack. Definitely too expensive at the time for me to get my hands on, but I can say that I'll, I'll try to get this for retail. Black and gold, you can never go wrong especially with the Jordan six. So what do you guys think y'all going to try to get your hands on this one? Hardy. Yes. <laughs> Hard yes. Like, yes, I, I will pay one ninety for this shoe. I'll pay 200. I'll pay anything but two fifty. I'll pay two twenty-five. Yeah, there we go. Baselines. We have baselines. I will, yeah. I love, it's just like a definitive grail for me. Hands yeah, down. So this, this so, is, Easy, easy one for me to, um, I, uh, I actually got the first DMP pack. Um, I think I talked about it on one of the episodes back in the day, but, um, like my, my brothers, my brother and like two of my buddies and I all ended up getting the pack. Um, but like, cause my intention of having everybody get it was because like, I was like, okay, if I'm ever getting married, I'm getting married in, in defining moments, 11s, right? perfect shoe to get married in my opinion but uh i don't know like i just never I, you know it got to the point where like the prices of them were so crazy that i just was i needed the money more than i needed to hang on to them so i think i, I think i ended up selling it for like 900 bucks or something <laughs> like that which is just but this shoe is just super dope the six six and all black with gold is yeah it's nice damn son that's so yeah good for you <laughs> I mean, the, how many? Wait, how many packs did you did you have that you sold? Did you just have your friends buy them and you gave them the cash for no, them, or everybody bought them? Everybody, bought them. everybody no. bought them. I think everybody. Oh, okay, okay. I, yeah, like, I think everybody man. sold their packs by now. Um, but you know, I think everybody got six six hundred plus out of them, which you know, it's just it's just crazy. Like, I, I mean looking back, like if I would have been able to afford it and not needed the money at that time in my life, I would have definitely kept them, but it is what it is. You know, like that's kind of the, the whole nature of, of sneakers in my opinion, oh, it's just sure. like kind of the back and stuff of all, all of this. So. Yeah. There's so much stuff I sold. I'm like, ah, kind of want them back, but that's the beauty of being able to kind of go hunt them again. So you get that same excitement looking for it. Yep. All right. So next up on our list, Following the uh, DMP six is going to be the UNC um, Jordan three. Now I'm a bit confused on this one because the picture that sneaker news is showing, it looks like the actual, um, 
PE pair that UNC has because it has the UNC uh, lettering on the tongue. From the pictures I've seen of the actual release, it's not going to have that. It's just going to have a either a black or a, a darker blue jumpman on the tongue. So that will be the factor if these sit or not. If that tongue has the UNC logo or the jumpman, because if it doesn't, these are going to be a hard sit, just like the um, the New York Nick threes, in my opinion. Plot twist: They won't have them. All right, there we go. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think they would um, release them with it. Charles, you guys see what I'm looking at, right? It has that it's yeah. showing it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but I think, like I said, I've seen a little picture of the jump man. So I'm, I'm like I say, it makes more sense for the jump man because they don't want to pay UNC for that branding. Yeah. I mean, I liked it too, but I, I don't think I would pick it up. There's, there's too many other Jordan threes that I'd rather have. Unless it was really cheap. There you go. $8. <laughs> go listen to our Patreon. I mean, there's some, the next couple on this list, forgettable. So the Jordan 3 SC animal print, not that they're bad, just there's a lot of shoes here. Um, I don't think there's the actual makeup of it though. Probably, I'd, one I would, would just, hope. Um, I sure like hope not. I see Air Jordan SE, Air Jordan Three SE animal print, and I know that it's an easy pass for me. Like regardless, of what it looks like. oh, one hundred percent. This one's just ugly. Like the mock-up is just awful on this one. Though it looks like a really bad GBF custom knockoff. Yeah, there you but, go. So those exist in a, in about a year. Um, and then we have the white Aura Aurora. Pardon me. Like Aurora, Illinois, which is from Wayne and Garth are from in Wayne's world. Um, Jordan one high white Aurora. What color is Aurora? Dude, it looks like the SB New York to Paris, but patent leather. Kind of. Yeah. yeah Good point that they're patent. Which they need to stop with the patent leather Jordan ones. Stop. I mean, I think it looks good. I just wouldn't buy it. Now, this is a lady, uh, supposedly, is going to be an extended sizes ladies release. So, you know how that goes. People, size yeah, people, men who are up to a size 11 are going to freak out about these, about these because they're the resale value. But I don't see much value in these. But, I mean, God knows I'm wrong about half the, the sneakers I see with resale values that are skyrocket. True. All right. <laughs> All more things the hair, which is a play off the Air Jordan 7 hair, the hair Air Jordan 6. No go, dog. I'm, I'm kind of into it. I don't know why I'm kind of into it. Well, I don't hate it because the 6 and 7 look so similar, except for a couple different features on the, the tongue and the back. Eh, I mean, I'm cool with it. I wouldn't buy it for retail, but. If I, you know, walked into a hash wall and Nike had my little coupon for 20% and it was 20% off the hash wall. Yeah, I'm cool. Nick, did you buy the Tinker sixes, like the white and navy kind of ones no. last no, year? Earlier this you year? You can find those for 90 bucks and cheaper now. FYI. Cut from the same cloth in my book. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you're love on those tinkers. If anything else, those t- tinkers are great materials on them. Well, good to know. 
Uh, <laughs> you won't buy them, but just yeah. <laughs> duly noted. Ninety bucks. I, 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 that's that's close to my price range. That's what I'm saying. Like you can tempt me with ninety dollars. I think I need those Tinker Threes first, though. The black ones for about ninety. Oh, dude, they're dirt cheap everywhere you go now. Uh, check Hibbit Sports. You know, sorry, this is a cheap plug for them. You're welcome, guys. But they have like a twenty percent off going on. And I think those black suede Tinker Threes on sale as well. They are. So you'll find them very cheap. A um, couple Tinker, so many Tinker Threes last year. I hope that doesn't become a trend into twenty. Tinkering with their tinkers. Um, so the next one I think is probably top five for me of all of 2020. The Air Jordan 13 Flint. For a audio cue, they're navy blue, a little bit of gray underneath. Um, supposed to have the 3M reflective upper, which is a must in my book for 13s. Um, it's like having nachos with no cheese on it. If you have no 3M on there, uh, I need the shoe of all of the OG colorways of all of Jordans. This is one of like the three I've never owned, which is really hard for me to say in 2019. I have a lot of Jordans, but the Flints have always evaded me and I want them so bad. Instant purchase. Yeah. I'm with you on this one. This may be another another retail buy. Uh, you can't you can't say no to that one. It's yeah, too classic. This one this one's obviously a good one. Um, the the next one, Air Jordan 11 Low Suede, uh, in in the, in the words of the great Robbie Falke, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> From the great Randy Jackson. But well, I'm trying to figure out why this would. Why? Bro, <laughs> make that patent leather. It's an instant purchase. I love 11 loaves. I love 11 <laughs> loaves. Not that one, though. <laughs> Not that one. This one. One I want to get away with suede was that, uh, that Derek Jeter joint. Like, that one was, that whole thing was suede. That was not a New York Yankees fan yeah, by any means, but that was just a well-executed shoe. What do you guys think of this Air Jordan Very 4? Uh, I saw it was called the Do the Right Things wasn't it? Yeah, but this was a women's version, so they're releasing another version for men, and then this uh, this is going back to doing the ladies dirty because they could just give the women a white cement without all this technicolor nonsense going on on the, the netting and the tongue, and it, they bastardize that Jordan 4 white cement, that's what's happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't dislike it, but I just, I wouldn't buy it. Robbie, come on with your strong thoughts. You're like, you're, you're thinking of something. I had nothing witty. I just wish I had like the, when the white cements dropped in 2016, there's a limited run of do the right thing fours that have a little, the, um, where the Dupree would be um, like a, like a lace tie and had the scuff on them from the movie. Those are dope. These are not dope. I don't have a hotter take than that. These aren't cool. <laughs> I think most people would agree. The next one, though, the purple Jordan one and that Chicago color blocking. Uh, yes, please. Well, so are they just going to do what they did with the, you know, first they did the, you know, the black toe color blocking. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, was it the weak hole blocking they've been using? Was it the, the black toe hole blocking they've been using on everything, or was it just the normal, like the, the breads and whatnots? But regardless, they're, they're going now, they're using Chicago color blocking this year round because they're releasing those same colors that they did last year court purple, pine green. Uh, they're doing a royal, they're doing, yeah, they're basically doing like a royal toe. All that good stuff. They're they're using they're just doing the same thing, just changing colors now. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan. <clears throat> I mean, I don't I don't dislike them, but it's like, how many of these do we need? Yeah, I mean, one, all of them. One seventy yeah. though. Like you see the price jump already. Uh, I think the next one's even worse though. Air Jordan Five Top Three, Black Fire Red Grape Tongue. Uh, yeah, it's it's terrible. I saw the best comment on Instagram about these. Literally, someone had a picture. It's like, man, it's amazing. How are these things already on sale for one twenty nine? They haven't come out yet. <laughs> these are trash. Okay, question though: what, what would you guys really get? These or the the fours? If you had to pick fours, yeah, fours for sure. Fours for sure. Easy answer. But there's one last thing on you two hating on those Jordan ones. You can say whatever you want about not liking them. Once any pair of Jordan ones in that one of three and any classic color blocking, they look fresh. It doesn't matter how you chop it up. They look damn oh, good. Yeah, on your oh, no, I, I don't dislike them. I just don't. I don't understand. Like, what, are, what are we looking for here? Like, what are, what are, well, you release the same shoe over and over again, Mike, and you make a lot of money. That's clearly that formula is never going to stop working. <laughs> that's that's the reason. <laughs> uh, but those five are. It, so I've been on an American Horror Story binge. I just did season eight, and they had the Antichrist in it. These Jordan fives are the Antichrist. <laughs> like <they're, laughs> there's nothing good about them. To their core, they are evil. <laughs> that was pure boredom. This is either a an experiment to see what they can get people to freaking buy, or someone was drunk in a meeting and just got this somehow passed through quality control. Uh, someone forgot to do their homework and like, oh, that's due today. Oh, that's due right now. Hold up. Hold up. Um, so next up, you got the Air Jordan Four white and court purple, and then also the white and university red. No. Purple, yes, yeah, see, red, I'm, no. I'm not mad at either of these. Like the you know, not for 190 bucks, but around 100, 120 sitting on a shelf and I see them, it's it's gonna be hard for me to 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 not pick them up. No, is the red or the white and red one, is that the history of flight that they're trying to remember where they had that whole white and red collection that they had as as an installation somewhere? But they started releasing them slowly like the thirteens and those had more black on them. I believe that the the plastic lace pieces were black and there was some more black on the on the outsole or midsole. Um, but they're very close. Can you hear me clicking, clicking, clicking? <laughs> um, yeah, more red on the bottom and black lace. I remember the 13 set like the heaviest bricks when they came out with those. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. Super hard. Unrelated, 
bread 13s were dope from like 2015. The dirty breads, what do they call them? Where they had the black midsole? Yeah. Those were pretty cool. I'm kind of upset something those. those. I just like. <laughs> I bought them. I sold five. How many, how many versions of grape fives can we get? I don't know. We got grape juice, grape soda, grape ice. I don't, I don't know. They're just coming out with anything they can now. Cotton candy Cotton grapes. Candy grapes. <laughs> grape bubble gum. Like, it's, I don't necessarily need this. I don't need an all purple suede shoe. It doesn't. Yeah. Not for me. The, the grapes, like the OG grape fives. I have like the what? 2013, 2012 retros. I just sold those like two months ago and it kind of hurts my heart. And then I remember, bro, you haven't worn those in years because they're purple and teal aqua yeah. teal. Like there's a reason why they, they look so cool on other people's feet, just not on your own. It's like one of those Jordans. You probably know what I'm talking about. Oh, dude. like not for me. They look good in, on foot. Um, these are a hard pass. They should have stopped at black grape. I thought black grape was actually done well. Yeah. I like the black. He's got all the grapes now. I'm like, dude, stop, stop, stop all the grapes. But five is just hard to, I feel like five is hard to wear regardless. Just, I, I agree with you. Cause I have one pair and I have to convince myself to wear them. Then when I put them on, I'm like, these look silly. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm not like, I'm not like totally against them, but I just, they're kind know. of against them. Yeah, I don't know if we can. You kind of don't like them. <laughs> I, I am totally against uh, the Jordan 1 dark mocha, even though. You're going to try Definitely not a fan. I, don't, I just don't like brown on my shoes, to be honest, like 99% of the time. How if I want brown and wear mocha 3s, that's probably about it. Minimal brown. Mocha threes have very minimal brown, and um, yeah, these are too brown for me. And this ain't a smooth leather. Looks like a dress shoe. Might as well give me a high top, you know, loafer. I mean, or boot. I guess we just call it. Boot. I'm, I'm a fan of these. I'm aware them to work, kind of to prove your point correct. Like these are dope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one of the. It's it's like you said though, Jordan ones. Like regardless of. You know, like no matter what, you throw them on and they look dope. So, um, heading into our next shoe, though, the uh, neutral gray Air Jordan One Retro High OG. Uh, so this is basically like the the Japan only release, or very close to it. It looks like that was from what two thousand one or something like that. Neutral gray, white, metallic silver, July twenty twenty release. This one, I, I mean, I think the shoe was dope. I don't think I'll pick them up, but. It's definitely dope. Well, Nick, you're not going to pick them up because sneakers app is going to crash. Everybody and their mom's going to buy them and they're going to try to flip them for $300. That's why I'm not going to be able to get them. Nah. I mean, I wasn't going to be that about it, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to put it right on the nose at that point. <laughs> the Ray Allen, the not Ray Allen 13s. They're going to sit like the Lakers ones. And once they hit that certain price point, I'll swoop in and take them. And the Hyper Royals, too. There's a Royal one, right? In that same. 
Uh, that already happened, I, th- I think, or I just lied to you. There's a 14. I don't know. Regardless, these are going to sit, for some reason, 13 sit pretty heavy. I still, every so often, find some weird sizes in the He Got Game 13s just hanging out. Because they don't have 3M. You don't have 3M on a 13 and it doesn't work. It doesn't. It just doesn't work. You can't. It doesn't walk right. It doesn't. <laughs> what do you guys think of the University Gold Black and University Gold uh, Air Jordan Twelve? Yes, them Gary Payton. Go Gary Payton. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm totally into these. Hopefully, they are uh, of decent quality, so I can grab a pair. Well, apparently those uh those blue the royal clothes that came out was the same blocking was actually pretty solid. So I'll assume that these would be pretty good. These look like they don't have that suede mudguard like the, the Royals did. So if it's all leather mudguard like this with that same leather quality, I can convince myself to buy them for full price. Don't want to, but I can convince myself. Don't do it. Wait. <laughs> uh, and uh, last but definitely not least, also, if you don't subscribe to us on patreon we talk a lot about the jordan 14s in our current uh podcast episode on our patreon page hyper royal air jordan 14 basically looks like the columbia air jordan 14 that never has retroed but with just a royal blue replacing look more like unc color blue i mean i could go either way yeah i don't hate it but i don't need it it's one of those like if I see it on the shelf and it's again discounted, why not? But other than that, there's no there's no need for me to have it. I feel like Jordan brand with blue retros are like sh- throwing darts at the wall in the dark because you have the sport mm-hmm. blue threes from like 2013. Motorsport fours. Those were hit or miss. Then you have uh, motorsport. Motors- no, I'm sorry. Uh, what's that? What's that blue color again? Not royal. They have sixes in that same it's blue that came out. Thing. The white and blue. Those blue were price. OG though. So those were those get a. <laughs> I like those. The, the quality was bad, but they're they're still alright. Um. Mm-hmm. Then you have the thirteens. That's sad. You said both motor port fours, right? Because you had the black ones, basically a home and away. You had the black and the white ones. Uh, yeah. Well, anything they put on Jordan one sells because they had like the couple of blue ones, like the even though they have a couple still on sale, like the all royal one. They tried to say it was the he guy game ones. It was the same color as the I guess his high school or whatever. You had to spin that story, but even though they were, you can find them on sale some places, they still sold yeah. pretty good considering. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because, like, the you know, like the blue colors, you know, with Jordan being so everything was such, you know, so much about the Bulls and the black and red of the Bulls, even though he went to the Wizards and wore royal blue, it's almost like there hasn't really been a great royal, like, you know, royal blue, blue Jordan sneaker ever in my opinion i think you know i think either cp3 or somebody got a a jordan 11 with a royal blue patent as a pe which to me would be like 
the ultimate. It was Chris Paul, yeah. Yeah, but other than that, like, I can't remember one that was just like, wow, like, everybody has to have this kind of a shoe. Um, I wonder if that's because of, you know, like the Bulls colors and that tie to to the to Jordan that way. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess these are darker blue, but the win like 86. Oh, I'm sorry. Win like 82. Those are pretty solid. Uh, the all uh, the white 11s with the navy blue uh, patent mudguard. Yeah, but that had like the the light blue accents, so it's basically like a Carolina mm. color. So. Yeah, of, I mean, yeah, that's what based off of, so yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, like, the, the Carolina stuff usually does fairly well. The Royal stuff, and maybe it's because of Duke and that rivalry, I don't know, but it, it does seem to, like Robbie said, it does seem to, like, just be, like, you know, spaghetti at the wall, hoping that something actually sticks. But it, it seems very difficult for them to sell that color on Jordan shoes. So, but that pretty much wraps up the list, though. Um, We'll we'll list these, um, you know, in the description and and put a link to the whole story on Sneaker News. But uh, what are you guys looking at this week? Anything new that's on the radar or just, uh, you know, that, that you're looking to pick up? Um, Right now, I'm actually looking at the um, the human made solar hues. I think those are so dope. And I found them. And probably about five bucks over retail, a couple of places. So if they can stay and hold at that mark and go down a little bit more, I think I might might pull the trigger on those. I blew my sneaker wad this week already on pair of Jordan One SB lows. Talk more about it later. But <laughs> no shoes for me. I already, already already did my dirt. I think uh, the one thing that I saw. I mean, I don't really, I don't really like Air Force Ones, but I really like that more than an athlete. LeBron Air Force One concept. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Like, I, I doubt that I'll pick them up, but they definitely have me thinking. So, but the shorts are fire. Yeah, the whole, the whole, the whole thing with it too. Yeah, it, it's, it's just. I think, I think they're doing it right with that one. So. But that pretty much wraps up this episode. And if you have, uh, as we said earlier, if you have time to drop us a review on iTunes, it would be much appreciated. And if you haven't listened to it, the previous episode, I, had, I did an interview with uh, my friend Justin Valley, who owns Prospect Sneaker Boutique down in San Diego and has had some great he had some great thoughts on, you know, getting into the sneaker game if you wanted to open your own shop the challenges that he faced, the failures that, you know, ended up turning into lessons for his success that he's finding now. So definitely recommend listening to that episode. It was a pretty good conversation. And I, I learned a lot just having the conversation with him. So, and I've known the guy for over 10 years. So, um, but thank you all for rocking with us as usual. We appreciate you. My name is Nick Engvall. You can find me at Nick Engvall on all platforms, N-I-C-K-E-N-G-V-A-L-L. And guys, where can they find you? You guys can find me sitting here patiently waiting for my freaking goat package to get here. But other than that, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under MadWatchers789. You don't sound so patient. No, no, I'm not. How do you guys cope with this? Let me know. <laughs> Trash.
trick is to forget that you even bought anything and have them show up later like a surprise. I can't forget because if I forget, I'm going to buy something else and that's just going to be a whole other problem. That, that'll happen to you too. <laughs> um, you can find me at R-A-H-B-E-E-702. There's cute cat photos. So just saying. <laughs> cat Quality cat content. Premium cat. Yeah, you have to pay some people to look at cats this good. So. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, we appreciate everybody sticking with us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. See you. What up, y'all? This is Nick again. Before you take off, I want to ask a few favors. First, if you're listening this long, I'm going to assume that you're enjoying the show. Consider joining us on Patreon for as little as five bucks a month. It's a big help to keep this podcast going, and we drop exclusive episodes every week on our Patreon page. Second, consider leaving us an honest review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate the feedback, and it also helps us grow the community that tunes in for the podcast. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. It goes a long way and can really make a difference in someone's day. Once again, we appreciate you all for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.